Hiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were very much afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign. Everybody say sign. This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, which means house of bread, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. What the shepherds show us. As the Lord was putting some thoughts into my mind these last couple of days for this devotional, I thought, how fitting is it not that the Lamb, the Lamb of God, would be born in a manger. That heaven's Lamb would be born in a stable. How apropos that the angel would appear to shepherds to announce the birth of heaven's Lamb. Verses 10 and 11 speak of good tidings of great joy because a Savior had been born. Three things that the shepherds show us this morning. The first one is this. We must search. Verse 12, the angel said, This shall be a sign unto you. There's some searching that the shepherds had to do. The angel, in other words, said, This will be a sign, but you have to find it. You have to search for the sign. The sign is there, but you have to do your part. In other words, God has sent his sign now you must respond and search for that sign and find that sign and follow that sign. There had to be some searching by the shepherds. A sign is something that must be found. A sign is something that is discovered. A sign is something that must be seen. As we drive down the road, there are various signs that tell us the speed limit or the red octagon tells us that we need to stop. There's, there's a sign as we approach Matt and Krista's house on Route 18 in Rootstown that, that as you come to the crest of a hill, there's a yellow intersection sign. And that's always the, the sign to me that I need to put on my brakes, otherwise I'll go right by their street on the left. When I see that sign, I know here it is. That sign tells me, get ready. The angel said, there's a sign that's telling you, get ready. This shall be a sign. Have you discovered the sign, friend? Have you responded to the sign? Some this morning have been searching for purpose and fulfillment. 
Others have been searching for peace of mind. Still others perhaps are looking for, waiting to discover that breakthrough and that victory that up to this point seems to have eluded you. There is a miracle for you, but you have yet to discover it. 175 years ago today, think of that. 175 years ago today, midnight mass in Paris, so it was actually the early hours of Christmas morning, midnight mass in Paris, 1847, Placide Capot first performed his song, which was introduced that 175 years ago today. And eventually from that song would emerge an English translation that gave us this in the first verse. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared, listen, and the soul felt its worth. Until you find the sign, until you discover, until you search for the sign, there is a God-shaped void inside of you that will never be filled from anything this world has to offer. The soul feels its worth when it responds to the sign. The soul feels its worth when it responds and, and discovers the truth of Bethlehem's babe. Softly, And tenderly and lovingly, he has given you the sign. Will you receive it? Will you search for it? Not only must we search for it, but verse 16 tells us the shepherds found it. You and I must not only go on the search, but we must find it. Verse 16, they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. I not only want to encourage us to search for Christ today, but hey, let's find him. Let's experience him. One of the things I enjoy about a Pentecostal worship service is that we don't just sing about the Lord. We don't just talk about God, but it's okay for us to feel him and to experience him and to worship him in unbridled passion. They found him. Jesus is waiting. Listen, he's waiting and watching for you. For you. Have you found him? Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. Jesus is calling. Calling for you and for me. Have you found him? Along with everything else you will do this weekend, whether you unwrapped some presents yesterday and undoubtedly some today, and I know some families gathering yet tomorrow, along, listen, along with everything else that you do this weekend, why not unwrap the gift of deeper intimacy with Jesus Christ? Why not open up the present? of truly knowing him. Why not unwrap the bow and the gift of full surrender to the lordship and the kingship of the only one who loved you enough to die for you? Softly and tenderly, he's calling. Have you found him? They searched and they found 
And by inference, can I add this third thought? They followed. They followed. Verse 20 says, The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. It doesn't specifically say that they followed Jesus from that point on, but I think when when we read that they glorified and praised, it's pretty evident they'd had an encounter that changed their lives. Not so. And so I'm saying to us, search for him and find him and then follow. It's more than just saying, I I raised my hand in church once or I said a prayer with the preacher once or I, I signed a card of commitment once. Those things play a part and they are important things to have done. But there has to be an ongoing daily following Jesus who is the Christ. I was driving yesterday and this thought came into my mind. The manger is God's way of saying, please come home. Let that that marinate for a moment. The manger, what's it about? Just the birth of a good man? Just the birth of a teacher? Just the birth of some good philosopher who did some cool stuff. No, it's so much more than that. The manger is God's way of saying, I love you enough to give you my very best. Will you please seek me and find me and follow me? Isn't it time to come home? To come to the God of your fathers? To come to the God you've heard about? I know most of us in this room have already made that commitment, but even after we commit our lives to Christ, there's still his invitation to come on home, to follow in a deeper, more intimate way. The manger is God's way of saying, please come home. I desire fellowship with you. I desire relationship with you. I I want you to spend eternity with me. So I send my son to be born in that lowly manger because I want you to come home with me. Once you've truly known the joy of following Jesus, you won't ever be the same. That doesn't mean life's perfect. That doesn't mean everything's rosy from then on. But it means there's something inside of you that centers you and grounds you and gives you the purpose and the true north and the compass of your life so that you'll never need to go anywhere else. Once you've tasted of His love and His mercy and His goodness, you will finally understand the reality of what you have truly found. Once you have... listened. Once you have lived securely in the house of your heavenly Father, you will stop looking for pleasure and joy in the pig pens of this world. He's calling you right now, today. He's calling you to come home. To just come on home. Will you follow him? If not, why not? And if not now, then when? If you are weary, if you are tired, come home. If you've sinned, if you've blown it, if you've failed him, he has mercy and pardon, just come home. If you are broken and beaten, if you're lonely and discouraged, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling.
come home. No matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter how long you have been gone, it's time. Just come home.